0: i'm scott kerr and you're listening to facing the giants a podcast where i speak to today's luxury entrepreneurs about taking on the goliaths of the industry many of the united states most wealthy luminaries and trailblazers have long flocked to the quaint resort town of aspen colorado for much needed relaxation and retail therapy aspen is also an incredibly important place for the crown family who own four world-class ski areas there including aspen snowmass and the iconic Uber Luxe resort, The Little Nell. My guest on Facing the Giants is multimedia artist and entrepreneur Paula Crown of the Crown family. Paula is spearheading Aspen X, a brand new premium apparel retail and experiential company that's looking to revolutionize retail in the luxury hotspot. As an artist paula crown's work encompasses drawing painting video and sculpture she's had solo exhibitions in new york london miami aspen and dallas she's a trustee of the museum of modern art and serves on the aspen institute committee on the arts paula crown is former member of president obama's presidential committee on the arts and humanities welcome paula hi scott it's so fun to be here yeah thank you for joining me so aspen it is an incredibly important place for you and your family owning and operating the famed Little Nell Hotel and your holdings with Aspen Skiing Company. How did the idea of the Aspen X brand even come about?
1: So the whole idea was we have a lot of current state equities that we have established over the decades that relate to the way that we operate the mountains, the way that we deliver on hospitality services, the um, team that we have with our ski pros and our mountain managers. And um, we've been pretty successful in uh, delivering on these values of of excellence in in operating uh, um, both a a ski resort as well as hospitality properties. Mm -hmm. So it seemed like there was a potential brand extension that came out of two places. One sort of a personal vision uh, of mine, of what we might be able to offer what people might be able to buy or experience that are uh, unexpectedly original, um, all the while aligning with our current brand equities. And so that was the move, uh, the observation over the years, where are those open spaces? And the two areas are, product, at at this moment product, and uh, the idea of these bespoke uh, irreplaceable uh, experiences where we converge our talents of uh, professional um, performance expertise, operating expertise, uh, long-term orientation. You know, we're not uh, um, weighed down with the idea of qu- quarterly earnings. We are long-term mm-hmm. investors. We're there for the hold, uh, and then communicating um, very much our honor and respect of the place and what we as a family have have learned and taken from it. Um, and that sustainability is essential that we. Um, we're just stewards and and how do we make sure that we can add without um, uh, being harmful in in any way to this this place um, writ large, both in terms of um, uh, a a physical place, but a philosophical way of being. So it really, was a, uh, a move into thinking about what those new things could be. How could we create new standards of performance and luxury and, um, uh, you know, being away from the screen, actually being back into our senses. And with COVID, everything was accelerated. Mm-hmm. We, um, as the entire world had to um, pivot and think about how do we work within these constraints. It was also a very humble act of listening to what our customers wanted in terms of smaller events or things that they may not be able to have and live in any um, in, in other place. And so it seemed Aspenex, Seemed like a place to, um, to house this, if you will. One, the, the, the stretch on, on product, the newer area, and then two, encapsulating the experiences that we have really been doing for decades anyway, um, but just making them clearer as far as the menu of things that would be available and accessible. Uh, to a broader range of um, uh, of our audience.
0: And I was reading that you conceptualize the AspenX brand as a global performance living brand as opposed to a lifestyle brand. So what does that mean?
1: So, well, let's just start with the whole idea of living it versus styling it. And we know with social media and, and all of the wonderful expansive aspects um, that that provides us, there's also a performative aspect as opposed to a getting back uh, to our grounding and the things that really are enhancing in terms of um, you know, being in this extraordinary place, connecting with nature, connecting uh, outside of ourselves, uh, getting off of our little screen, getting some perspective of where we are in in the whole uh, cosmos. Um, And that creates um, uh, an an open space to to have bigger conversations and to trade ideas. Um, It's a more authentic place. And I, I, I would say that Uh, I very much believe that we're starting from the cred. And there's so much lifestyle. There's so many ideas. There are so many bright lights out there that um, start with the story and they start with the the form. And, uh, you know, over the last couple of de- decades as I've been involved with Aspen, I think about, okay, well, we have the cred. Now we need to te- take up the messaging and we need to um, to quantify what possibly w- we can offer uh, in, in a, a new, extraordinary, unexpectedly original space. So, um, you know, the idea of actually not just being a spectator, being in the arena. Um, Listen, no matter how much time we spend on social media, we're still in the arena, right? Mm -hmm. Where we're living the day-to-day, we're dealing with the challenges. Um, Certainly the pandemic has brought to us, but just uh, the day-to-day of life and how, how to do that better, how to do that with less friction, how to do that with more love, how to do with that more creativity, um, is um, is is the thought connecting with the audience? Uh, we have our, our phrase "return transformed," um, and I and I think poetically, how can we create for our guests a place where you are standing in the same spot, and then and suddenly something is different. And that happens with art. That happens to me when I get off the plane in Aspen, where now I just have attuned senses. And um, and I think, as you know, as an audience and personally, we need more of that, of those things that are really nourishing and 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 really authentic um, with our uh, our beings.
0: So, can you describe the type of customer who would embrace? the Aspen X brand and the concept that you just described?
1: So, um, the, the first priority are high-end customers who, who have been coming to Aspen for many years, who have subscribed to our experiences, who do that vertical tasting. Of uh, every year um, uh, since their birth, on the backside, uh, uh, or uh, you know, at, at a sunset uh, on the mountain, and then, of course, what we've learned with our clubs, which um, people want this friction-free um, access and exclu- exclusivity um, with a high-performance mindset. So, so th- these are things that we've been observing. And with COVID, again, a lot of these things rose to the surface because people um, asked for these more exclusive uh, smaller groupings, whether it was meals or powder tours, biking tours. And the thought was, Let- let's follow this audience and see if we can meet the um, what we perceive as the demand for this luxury performance nature intersection.
0: So as an accomplished artist yourself, how important is art in the identity of the brand?
1: Art uh, is language, Scott. And, and I think about how do we um, best use, uh, in, in, in just my own way, my talents to transform ideas into concepts and in this case ideas concepts and, and and then commercialization so i am always going to start in that place i think about what's possible when people say you know let's approach this let's be creative let's think outside of the box I often am looking around saying, I'm, I'm sorry, where's the box? Um, <laughs> and, and and that's just just the way I roll. And in, in being that space of thinking about what's possible is uh, it has been essential to this because if we're thinking about new standards, um, if we're thinking about what is unexpectedly original and unexpectedly um, transformative in terms of personal growth and, and community, then I, I feel comfortable starting in, in that place. And um, you know at this point in my career where I've done that enough that I feel comfortable assessing the risk from a business standpoint, but trying it out, leaning in, even though there's a lot of uncertainty in it. So the last couple of years for me has been synthesizing what the company is doing, what our customers want, what I'm seeing in the marketplace, and then how through a creative lens, we might be able to meet the, the needs of, um, uh, of our customer and, and our community. So so art to me is really important. And, and so often people think it's about decoration or an afterthought. But for me, it's the beginning part of the process with the question of what can this be? How cool um, uh, might it be to do something with Prada and Aspen? What are are the potentials when you um, can create something that neither of you can do alone? And I just see a lot of potential in that space with uh, wise collaborations that really create value as opposed to us just being a retail shop.
0: And the first phase of this rollout was this past December, um, launching a line of ski apparel, gear, and accessories, as well as an e-commerce site and a flagship store at the base of Aspen Mountain. What was the inspiration for that line?
1: So, The idea was to get a name, um, to get uh, something that that we owned that represented this potential brand extension. And the X is a multiplier of ideas. It's also about an intersection of nature and people and innovation. And so once we had that, uh, w- which really communicated to us a potential space, um, not, not that, you know, a year ago I knew what that would be, but I, I saw the potential for all of these pieces that would fit into it. Then we said, what does that uh, encompass? And um, going back to, to what I said earlier about these two facets one product which we hadn't done before but believe me you know over the years we've been asked and approached about doing things and it's not something that we've linked into once we had a name then we were able to take those next steps the second part seemed to be deeply related in, in that the product uh could often enhance the experiences. And what, what do I mean by that? So if we had a, uh, a particular wine, if we had a particular vehicle, if we had a particular material, that all of those things would be complementary and enhancing um, to whatever bespoke or, or custom experience that we did seemed uh that that seems logical to us we have a beta basically of nine or ten months here Mm -hmm. and and we're going to see and and we're going to learn from it Um, the response has been really um totally encouraging so at at the base of the mountain uh on ajax there was uh an, an open retail uh space that that um we had taken over we thought about this as a lab for testing out these ideas. So we took this space and we created the three ideas that we were considering. One third of it is the product, the Aspenex, the Anon, the um, other co-branded things. Within that space next to it is a coffee bar which has you know these exclusive custom pop tarts Mm. and has you know crafted coffees and and at night it can be um the crafted cocktails so the whole space could could also be taken over but now we've created this really comfortable space where you can shop and have a have a coffee and and it and it is right there Um, uh, in, in terms of the barista or the bartender, the third part is rental. So what does uh, the process of renting skis entail? So, um, listen, if, if one hasn't skied before, this is, it's a big deal and it's really confusing. So, so through Aspen X and Rental, ho- hopefully we will be out in front of that.
0: I want to talk to you about the, uh, the Prada collaboration, which I think is great. Pretty quickly out of the gate, Aspen X collaborated with Prada on a limited edition, eco-friendly capsule collection. How did the two brands find each other and what values do you both have in common that felt like a, just a natural collaboration?
1: Once we got the name Aspenex, um, I looked back in, in my files, uh, and I've worked on the uniforms over the years, and I noticed we had a um, a proposal from Prada a number of years ago, and uh, the scope or delivery didn't work. So we um, uh, it, that's always stuck in my mind. The material, uh, their their ability to design clothes that are so body. Kinesthetic that understands ha- how people move. Um, I thought, wow, l- let's start here. I also saw in in their prodiverse that they had done a line for international racing teams in right. sailing, and and I thought, okay, he- here we go. Here is a potential company that understands the cred, because we are not going to be designing, you know, performances is a key lead. We're not going to be designing things that are, um, uh, are, are just spectator wear. And, uh, through our uh, mutual friend, Craig Robbins, he connected me, Lorenzo Bertelli mm. and, uh, you know, over thousands of miles and, you know, months of work, we were able to get, uh, um, prototypes out there it was essential that our ski pros and our patrol tried it out um, because I was going to deliver on this um, intersection of of luxury and performance and there was uh, mutuality there was feedback and then we rolled out with something new on a pretty quick um,
0: schedule. Every winter there seems to be a wider assortment of designer clothes designer ski clothes. Mm -hmm. It's pretty safe to say skiing has become more fashionable than ever. In addition to the usual suspects like Montclair and Perfect Moment, luxury fashion houses are increasingly partnering with high-end ski labels, creating designer approved ski wear for both on and off the slopes, Gucci, Prada, Dior, Fendi, just to name a few. How is Aspen X uniquely positioning itself on a crowded slope of designer ski wear brands?
1: Our bet is that we come from a place with the real cred, with the expertise from the Olympians, from our pros, um, from our product developers, and we don't see anyone else doing that. Now, will they? That's, That's possible. I can't really affect that, but I can affect that what we deliver will have this level of cred in terms of performance uh, um, plus or um, uh, multiplied with art or a particular type of fabric that just takes us to a, to a new level. To be the first mover in redefining this extraordinary, um, what an extraordinary could be.
0: Another pillar of the new Aspen X brand is the opening of a private club called Aspen X Mountain Club. What is the mm-hmm. Aspen X Mountain Club and how does it bring the brand experience that you just talked about to life?
1: So we've had the Aspen X Club, or right. excuse me, we've had the Aspen Mountain Club uh, for, for a number um, number of years. And I remember doing that uh, 20 plus years ago with, with David Easton, who was, who was such a talent. Mm-hmm. Um, as we, um, again, are, we're trying to understand our market, uh, as well as our um, age and business demographic, we thought there's an opportunity to create another level of extraordinary experience. And I started working with Luis Bustamante, in Madrid a number of years ago, to imagine what that could be, you know, I, I love that saying. Um, let Let's design. Let's do for where the puck is going, uh, mm-hmm. not where it is. And um, there There aren't a lot of people that cheer you along the way. Um, I, I think people are by nature conservative. I I get it. And so there were just moments where um, we committed to this new, um, even more exclusive uh, lane, and it hit the bill. We are fully subscribed to the waiting list, 40 people.
0: How do you become a member?
1: So one is uh, recommended. Um, uh, well, one can apply, but it usually comes through a, a recommendation. And then just you know normal application review
0: process. Right what's the initiation fee
1: so uh, over a quarter million dollars
0: yeah so what privileges do aspenix mountain club members get
1: the the easy answer to that is reduced friction uh, you you have your ski passes you drive up you have parking you have a locker at the base of the mountain you have a concierge service who can you know book your lunch that day or or months ahead um, and then you are promised uh, being embraced by this new, new, extra, really extraordinary space uh, of beautiful materials and, and, and great food and great wine. And you can have your wine stored there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, miscellaneous events uh, that we do just for um, our AspenX club members.
0: I was reading about an interesting pop-up you did uh, by the slopes outside the Aspenex Mountain Club, where you created a snow beach. Um, acclaimed photographer, Gray Mallon, was involved in it as well. What was that project about?
1: The idea of how we can enhance
0: your experience.
1: We're standing, I've stood on that ridge many times but drink Snow Beach installation, it was something else. It was activated in a new way. The, um, the awnings, the cabanas, the uh, um, truffle fries, the, the um, uh, drinks served, that now we just created a whole new experience that was transported. That was also ephemeral, but it was something that uh, you couldn't get anywhere else.
0: How was Gray Mallon involved in it?
1: So Gray uh, really conceived of a lot of the look and the um, the, the execution of the delivery with regard to uh, the cabanas, the lounge chairs, how it would play visually in this particular spot, which is of course his his sweet spot. Um, thinking about uh, points of view, and you know, he just thought he just could imagine it there, and. Um, We've done other things with gray, and it seemed like it was worthwhile. But
0: and this was for members only, club members only.
1: No, th- this wasn't. This was a, uh, available to um, to community with special ticketed uh, events for um, customers who might have wanted to buy a smaller package or you know a single ticket. So we were thinking about addressing uh, and welcoming. our our guests beyond just X,
0: And given that social media, especially Instagram, is so integrated in our lives today, how are you using it to drive brand visibility to the fashion fans, especially?
1: Probably above my my pay grade. Uh, I would say (laughs) just working with people who have a sense for what resonates and, again, what our audience... uh, is asking for and responding to, and being in that humble place of um, understanding our community and making sure that we're um, we're responding and providing them with things that might um, uh, that that might excite that are they're insta-worthy.
0: So the winter season just ended. Looking back, were you happy with the launch of the brand?
1: I was um, bananas happy. I, um, I, again, as an artist, I'm used to being in this place of um, uh, uncertainty, but assessing risks and, and taking action. And this team uh, largely of, of women executives, uh, including my daughter, Tori Crown, uh, were able to put this all together and deliver on it in um, a very short period of time. Listen, we would all love things to be linear and uh, with a clear map. That's not how the world works. But yeah. what was really exciting about this was taking the core ideas that we thought had, had real viability and feasibility and testing it out.
0: What were some of the biggest challenges?
1: You know, the pandemic was was the, the biggest challenge and yeah. what... Um, where people wanted to go and how they wanted to be in the mountain and um yet how we could meet those needs within the constraints of um uh, of a pandemic
0: and what did you learn about the fashion and retail business that you didn't know before
1: i am in awe of 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 the talent the coordination again um i am uh, i feel really comfortable about my idea uh my way of working of taking concept and translating it into a thing, translating it into um, a product is a whole nother realm in terms of production, which over the year, of course, has been, you know, a huge challenge with regard to supply chain, Mm -hmm. but um, the idea of all these minds coming together, thinking not only about the product, but how it gets received. Um, how you can unlock all of those pieces and really create something new and different and notable. Um, So it's uh, very, very impressive in terms of the networking, this forcing and the actual literally and figuratively piecing things together.
0: So now you have this initial phase under your belt. So how do you want to grow the Aspenex brand in the next five years?
1: now what we're doing is creating the team that we think that uh, our, our our business premise is proven out uh, at least initially and so now we're looking at scenarios performance as to what that might look like and you're you're familiar with a lot of these questions how much of it is physical how much of it is is it e-commerce mm-hmm. how much of it is it in um uh, a pop-up how much a, a, um, is it in product what kind of product how does that interface with special experiences so um, oh, I'm very good uh, with the questions um, and I uh, humbly look to a lot of people out in the marketplace who have this experience who can help us assess the risk as we invest more into this um Uh, Only Aspenex can brand.
0: Right. Do you see more collaborations on the horizon? Well, absolutely.
1: Um, Whether, you know, this past year we worked with uh, an AI engineer on lenses and how might we actually create, add knowledge to the industry. Again, because we are longer-term holds, we can invest in R&D to think about what's the lens that has the right red light wavelength, blue light wavelength, what performs well, what doesn't fog. Um, We we can ask those questions about what might be the safest um, helmet material. And so we know where we stand uh, in terms of being able to invest in those things, making some Uh, judgments uh, filtering judgments as as to whether or not these are products that are aligned with us but then going to the people that are just so talented at what they do um, you know with Prada they're a family business they um, uh, they're in it for the long haul they understand what performance is they understand how you can augment them that you could they understand how you communicate it so yes um uh we don't need to build all that inside we're working to a network type ecosystem economy right uh and um uh to the extent that we can build a network an ecosystem of talented people uh and and get that to work through aspenx that's that's a plus
0: Artist and entrepreneur, Paula Crown, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Best of luck with Aspen X.
1: Thank you so much fun speaking and meeting. And um, I look forward to you having a seamless uh, (laughs) friction-free experience next time that you're in Aspen.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Facing the Giants. Please tell a friend about the show. Now that you know this show, go check out my other podcast, The Luxury Item. It's a podcast on the business of luxury and the people and companies that are shaping the future of the industry. You can find The Luxury Item wherever you found this podcast. Facing the Giants is a production of Silvertone Consulting. I'll be back soon with another episode.